0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, near or far, high or low. You're listening to the Coach D Podcast. and Listeners, I have a very accomplished guest whose book is still being written. But before this guest says anything, listeners, you know how we do on the Coach D Podcast. We introduce these athletes the right way. So without further ado, let me cue the music and get my best impersonation of an announcer on. Listeners, stepping on the court at 5'9 by way of Seattle, Washington, a guard who in high school helped a school win district title twice and was a 2017 West Seattle Player of the Year and also a three-time captain twice an All-State tournament honoree. She took her talents to UNC where she scored a season-high 21 points against Sacramento State and has now signed with the University of San Francisco. Listeners, please give a warm welcome. Stepping on the court is Jasmine Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. (laughs) No problem, no problem. I mean... Before we even get started, uh, Jasmine, talk to me, you know, uh, how's your physical and your mental? Um,
1: I'm doing good. I've been able to be home for a couple months now after putting my name in the portal and getting all the transfer stuff figured out. And then when I decided to go to San Francisco or... Coach gave us a little bit of time off, so I've just been home spending time with my family, working out on my own. So it's been good, it's been good to be with um, my family and
0: just be at home. Nice, and I've always wondered because I've um, spoken to a few guests who kind of went through that transfer portal. If you kind of could just describe to me and just some of the listeners from London um, what that process is like is it quite strenuous or can it be quite straightforward where you kind of just pick? the next um, school that you want to go for?
1: Uh, the Portal, was, it was a weird experience. It was just a lot different than high school recruiting, because in high school, I feel like you just have a lot more time, like you have years to figure out where you want to go and to get to know coaches and stuff. And in the Portal, it just was really sped up. Okay. I had like, you know, a couple weeks, I guess. I just didn't want to be in the Portal forever. I wanted to make my decision pretty quick and just know where I was going. Mm-hmm. Um, And I knew what was important to me. Like I wanted to get closer to home, be back on the West Coast and um, just find a good fit in a program and coaching staff and team. So I was really looking for those things. Um, But just trying to get to know coaches in such a short amount of time and get to know players and the program is, it was tough, but it was a lot of fun too. You get to meet a lot of cool people and get to build a lot of awesome relationships. So um, that was a blessing for sure.
0: Nice. So um, I'm very interested now because uh, um, especially as a, Player, how do you uh, kind of uh, read when a coach has your best interest at heart? Because I'm sure you know through high school games, you know, coaches come to re- to recruit you. There's you know always that coach who says, you know, Jasmine, you're a great player. You know, you shoot three and you'll be great for our school. But surely in the back of your my head, like, okay, you're just talking all this stuff just to get me to play for your school. Like, how do you kind of like <laughs> differ? Okay, like this coach is actually speaking to me as the person. And then you have got some coaches who are speaking to just the player side of you. So how do you kind of find that balance, and uh, what are some of the qualities that you look for in a coach that make you go, you know what? Okay, San Francisco definitely has my best interests at heart.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that's really important to me. One of like the best things about being in Northern Colorado is just like the family aspect and atmosphere. Like my teammates are my best friends, and it was just it was just a really good experience there. So I think. Moving on, I was looking for somewhere where I felt like also that the coaches just wanted to help me grow as a person. I have, I set goals for myself outside of basketball too. And I want whatever university I'm at to be able to help me, propel me in life, not just in basketball. And I think basketball is a really cool tool that we can use to go further in life. And I think I was just looking for someone who was wanting to get to know me as a person during the recruiting process, not just as an athlete wanted to just explore those things like know what what I like to do and about my family and stuff like that I think those are all really good signs and so yeah that's
0: what I was looking for understood and see you've you've um already made the connection just in terms of you know some of the lessons you learn in basketball you can definitely Apply to life but before we speak about that in depth let's just kind of you know peel things back a bit you know we're gonna kind of reflect on a very young Jasmine who didn't have that quick first step <laughs> didn't have that jump didn't have that layup that killer crossover and kind of just take us back to you know the the very first time a basketball was put in your hands
1: uh I was maybe in like fourth grade
0: Okay.
1: and man I was slow I was so slow <laughs> like just so uncoordinated I see this this picture my mom has of me shooting a free throw when I first started playing oh my oh, god this is it's tragic it's terrible <laughs> that but, said tragic. Oh my god. it was just terrible like it was not good and um Like, the height I am now, that's how tall I've been since I was, like, nine. I've grown maybe, like, an inch, but that might be, like, it might be generous. Like, I was very, (laughs) very tall. So I, like, was playing the post, like, all throughout when I first started playing. I did not know how to dribble or shoot or anything. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I mean, you know, I was just, like, a foot taller than everybody. So I was like, man, this is kind of fun. Like, (laughs) this is pretty easy. Like, basketball is not too hard. But then once I got to high school, like, you know, everybody's taller than me. So I really had to start figuring out okay like I need to get better and it's a lot of work you have to work really hard so I had to decide if that was something that I really wanted to do and I mean I love it and it was Obviously, a good choice.
0: Like, I'm really happy I decided to stick with it. But when I was younger, man, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was full time. You see, it's it's so funny because I I feel like that is that is such a go-to. And listeners, don't worry, I'm gonna put my hand up because um, you know, I've been that coach that will like see in the past like a tall player. Okay, this person's tall, put you in a post straight away. Therefore, literally, when it happened to me, Jasmine, I remember when I was um going to just a normal. Pickup game and um, I was kind of training by myself and I'm um, here in London. We have a huge F- Filipino basketball community and literally they saw me and I was like, oh do you want to play for our team? It's only one game. I was like, okay, cool. Now like, mean I'm a shooting guard. So I catch and shoot threes. <laughs> I thought that's what I was gonna be doing. Little did I know because I was the tallest person on the court. Literally, I called them, I did, no, 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 don't shoot, go to the post. I was like, <laughs> no, but I'm a, I shoot threes, bro. And then they were literally looking at me crazy, like, when I was posting up, missing. I was like, bro, like, how were you missing? You were like six foot, you missed. I'm like, bro, I'm a shooting guard. Like, I don't play in the post, you know, you know so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, the, the struggle is, you know, it, it can be real at times. But just talk to me because the one thing that I find fascinating is you know especially not just in America but there's all around the world you have everyone plays basketball but the way it's taught people's perceptions of how it's been taught and you know people can almost tell you know like we've been quoted in London as street ballers from people from outside of London so for yourself kind of growing up in Seattle Washington, how would you describe, not just the sports culture, but um, just, you know, what the basketball scene is like over there?
1: Um, I love playing basketball here. I think the coolest part about playing is just all of the awesome people that I've met. I think that's one of the biggest reasons that I keep playing, just the relationships you're able to build and um, through the sport. I think that's really awesome. And just growing up and stuff, the way I've talked to some people who played international and some of my old teammates who played with a lot of international players and it's just funny to like compare the way that we learned how to play basketball like when we were younger me and my friends from seattle we all we like drilled a lot like it was like fundamentals okay (laughs) we were gonna know how to dribble have a good shot like all that but um i was just talking to one of my own teammates about her international her international teammates and she said that they like grew up just playing like a lot of live ball like playing pickup and doing all that and so it, she said it was just funny to see because like you know everybody we all ended up in the same place kind of like we're all teammates now but just to see how it was different the way that we grew up playing so I think I mean I think that's the coolest part there, just being able to talk to people about it and just compare experiences and get to know each other so
0: so what's what's some of the um because I, I guess from the outside looking in you know me living Across the pond, when I think of um, basketball over in the states, I think the main two styles of basketball we get over here is you got the uh, New York side, which is like they're gonna talk trash, no blood, no foul, they're gonna play physical. <laughs> then you got the kind of LA West Coast, kind of cool, calm. You got the palm trees, people in shorts, like they got a little swag to them. So like in 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 terms of I don't know when you started to travel outside of Seattle. What was some of the, um, or is there any, I don't know, like stereotypes of a Washington player or a Seattle player?
1: Uh, I would say it's definitely more that West Coast type. Like, I haven't, I haven't ran into a lot of girls. There's been a few, but not a lot of girls that, you know, do a lot of talking and stuff on the court. It's, you know, usually we just, I mean, it's competitive for sure. Like when we're playing, like, it's all about the game. Everybody wants to win, but after, I mean everybody usually. I feel like everybody that I played against, I can't think of anybody that I haven't been cool with after the game
0: and wanted to be friends with. <laughs> that's <laughs> so what's up. That's so. Yeah, so that's kind of what I would say. Okay. Understood. And um during my research, I I love the fact that because you kinda come from quite a um athletic background because um I believe and uh correct me if I'm wrong, um uh, when you was at high school you was playing soccer or obviously in London we, we call it football, but you was playing soccer and basketball at the same time?
1: Yes, I was. Okay. Yeah. Soccer is very hard. <laughs> soccer is hard. I played soccer way longer than I played basketball. I started playing when I was four. Interesting. Um, okay. So, I mean, I love it. I think it's a lot of fun. It just, I'm just not like, great with my feet. <laughs> I couldn't. I love the honesty.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I played goalie for a while. I played a little bit of forward, but, I mean, I was never really awesome at it. But it
0: was fun. <laughs> it was fun to play. Understood. So, I mean just in in terms of you know you being you know playing at high school and you being a three-year captain that's that's definitely something not easy to do so if you can just kind of look back what were some of the things that you was doing that was going well but also just how special was the team at that time as well
1: um it was a lot of fun it was definitely a big role to step into because I mean, I was young at the time. I was 15 or 16 my sophomore year when I became captain. So that was, it was just a big role to step into, but I think it definitely helped me a lot. I got to be captain with one of my best friends. And so that was a lot of fun to just grow in that leadership role together. Um, and it was just a lot of fun to help lead our team. And as I was a point guard at that time too. So it definitely helped me with those leadership skills that I needed to take into college and all that. So. It was a lot of fun it was a good experience and definitely i'm grateful for it now looking back because when i got to college and kind of needed to be a point guard and learn how to be a leader even more so All like right. i definitely was thankful for that experience because um college is a totally different level so. yes indeed <laughs> Thank I, you
0: for having that indeed and we're gonna definitely get um into you playing at the college level because woof, i'm seeing some of these athletes schedule and I'm like damn y'all start sexing them but anyway we're going to get into that a little bit <laughs> later in the pod you know but just in, in terms of you being a point guard I know I, I kind of like to call it you know a point guard being a uncle a coach like especially in high school what was some of the um, I don't know like some of the early lessons that you was learning on the fly during that season about what it is to be a point guard
1: Oh, man. Being a point guard in college, I learned it was just, like, so, so different than what I expected. I don't know. Like, I played point guard all throughout high school, so I was like, okay, it's going to be hard, but I have a little bit of experience, so I can do it. Like, I can make it. Freshman year when I got in there, oh, my gosh. I was (laughs) like, this is is hard. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even, I mean, the... Like, the basketball part of it was difficult, too, because it's just a higher level. So, you know, I had I had some games where I'd have some crazy turnovers and all that because I was just learning and trying to figure right. everything out. But um, I definitely had good teammates that had my back, and were like, you know, it's okay. It happened. So that, I mean, helped a ton. But just I think the mental part of it a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And just being able to lead at, like, a higher level. My coach really pushed me, which I am really grateful for when I was a freshman. Um, She just never let me settle. She never let me settle for not being like the best leader that I could be. And that's something that I had to really, really, really grow in just like figuring out how to use my voice and how to like command a team. But in a way that was encouraging and that, you know, my teammates like made my teammates want to work harder and also like to keep myself motivated and hold myself accountable and try to hold my teammates accountable. Like just finding that balance. And um, I think what I learned the most is that it really does start with relationships. Like once I built like great relationships with my teammates and got to know the kind of people they are and the way that they like to be communicated with and just the way that they respond well. I think once I figured that out, it all became just a lot easier and I was more comfortable with them and able to just lead the way that I wanted to, but also a way that was received well. And that just, um, I think that was the most important thing for me, but it definitely was a different level. I had a lot to learn. Um, and but I felt like my second year, going into my sophomore year, um, just having that experience, I got to play more shooting guard nice. that year because we had more point guards. So I kind of split my time at point and shooting guard. But I just, I just felt a lot more comfortable there, and felt like what I learned my freshman year was just really important. I kind of got thrown into that spot somewhere my freshman year. <laughs> we lost a couple really, we lost a couple really good guards. So um, I was fortunate to like be able to get playing time my freshman year because we just didn't have a ton of point guards Mm -hmm. um but it was a big role to step into and so i definitely had a lot of growing to do and just a lot of things to figure out but it was um it was definitely a blessing and helped me a lot i would not
0: be where i am now without it so i'm grateful you see i feel like i'm pleased correct me if I'm wrong but I just feel like you're the type of teammate which I, I feel that every teammate needs because I think I, I I can be at times the complete opposite I just feel like you don't like you're able to you don't take the game extremely serious if that makes sense in terms of like if you win or lose like your your whole day isn't gonna go to like ground zero like, You like you're kind of still able to see the bigger picture if that makes sense
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree that is the way that... I think winning and losing is important to me. Like, you know, we obviously want to win. We work really hard, but at the end of the day, like, in my heart, if I know that my teammates and I did everything we could to win the game and it just wasn't the way that it played out, then at that point, there's nothing we can do. I think it's more upsetting when there's something that we left on the table, but, Mm -hmm. you know, when everybody's bought in and you know that you're doing things the right way and you're doing everything you can to win, if it, you know, if it doesn't go your way, then you go and you got work to do and then you hope it doesn't ex- so right just important to, i think just stay level and stay motivated and just you know keep working when that stuff
0: happens understood understood now i think the both of us had had uh, quite a hell of a year in um 2017 because for me i was very fortunate enough to be the uh, head coach for the london regional team so those who want to play for the under 18s gb you know had to go through that process and for me that was very nerve-wracking because as a coach I was used to observing what the players do, but the fact that I had, like, England coaches looking at me, I was like, oh, okay, this is different. Okay, so every, <laughs> like, everything I'm doing is kind of being looked at through a super high lens of a microscope. So it was, you know, an interesting year for me, but I definitely learned a lot. And even for yourself, being a West Seattle player of the year. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, you don't get those... Trophies, you know, they don't just hand them. You actually have to put the work in. So for 2017, again, like why was that such a great year for you?
1: Um, I was coming out so my freshman year I took my ACL in high school, so that was sucked. It just was not fun. Right. Um and so I was kind of coming off of that and I don't know, I just, I felt like sitting out for almost, I played like four and a half-ish games, but just sitting out for a while and being able to come back, it just, it just put things in perspective kind of, I think after I got injured, like it really can't be taken away from you at any point. And I think that's, that's something true. that I needed to, yeah, that I really needed to realize that, you know, it's, it's just such a blessing to be able to play at any level. And so I think just putting that in perspective was, Big for me, and then also I was surrounded by really, really good teammates and players. I mean, the people that I was playing with in high school—they've been my best friends since middle school. We got to play that's together, so, which is really that's awesome. Family,
0: right there, man. I love it.
1: Yeah, it really was. <laughs> it really was family. So they were just awesome to play with, and I just—I was just blessed to be in a good situation. I was with good people, playing with good people,
0: and just sort of
1: coming off with of something that really just made me want it, and I think that's what I needed to carry me like into college and everything. So see
0: and that's what i think that's what um at least just from the observations that i've been having from the conversations that i've been fortunate to have that's what kind of separates the the good athletes from the great athletes because especially um, you know when a player gets injured they they a lot of the times they're reintroduced To themselves in in terms of like do I really love this game or is it more like a hobby and you know what after this injury I'm gonna focus on something else you know And, and I could just tell from how you was describing it your purpose and the fact that you know you love the game of basketball that's what was able to kind of keep you locked in and focus and even come back that much more harder the upcoming season
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It just, it was, I was 15, like 14 or 15 when I taught my ACL, like it just was not a good time. I was yeah. just, oh, man. so, but just, it definitely just put things in perspective and let me really sit back and like take a second to think and decide that this is what I really want because I mean, if it's hard for your, me to love it at that level, then it's going to be even harder in college because in college it really is your life. So I think it just it was just really important and as much as i was upset that i got injured i think it's also something that i really needed right and really just needed to go through to decide like i really do love this and i want to keep doing it and put my time into it and just so i think that was really important and it sucked but i am really grateful that it happened
0: right right now i mean there's a. Uh... Moment that I feel every hooper, every baller has. Whether you're playing basketball or just sports in general, there's that moment, whether it's a step back, a block, a call from the sideline, something nice, something saucy, where you realise, you know what? I'm actually nice at this game. So for yourself, Jasmine, just just kind of you know go through your roller decks and you know when. Was that moment that you realized that I'm actually nice at basketball? <laughs> um, I'm
1: not. I'm not totally sure. I feel like one of the times that I just really was like starting to love it was when I was in maybe eighth grade. Okay. Um, I got the opportunity to play on a boys' team, which was it was exciting for me like that this was something new and um it just was excited to be able to like the boys just they just play a little quicker mm-hmm. and especially in like middle school like it just was kind of a different level and it was just kind of fun like you know to be the only girl there and to like I, I, I like those kind of things yeah <laughs> so it was it. kind of fun and so that was uh, that was fun for me and that was a cool experience and I mean I'll never forget it I still remember to this day playing in those games and like you know, nobody wants nobody wants the girl to do anything good on them. Like nobody <laughs> wants that. So it was it was fun, and I think that was probably one of like that was big for me. But after that, I feel like everything's just been kind of steady. Like I try not to get you know too high, too low. Because, okay,
0: understood. You know, like, I like if that. I, I, like
1: that. I I like to I mean like I'm proud of the things that I've accomplished and the things that I've done, but at the same time, like. You know, I got a lot of work to do still. I mean, I'm about to be a junior, but I don't have a ton of, you know, college playing time left, but there's still a lot that I need to work on. So I try not to, you know, let those things get me too high or too low. I think that's important too, just to like be confident in the work that I put in, but understand that there's also a lot more that I need to do. So that's fine. Let's try to stay level-headed in that a little bit.
0: Understood. Understood. Staying humble is the way to go. I like that. I like that. Now, I mean... This is where I think making that jump from high school to college can take a lot of athletes back. You kind of start to learn a little bit about the business, but just how dedicated and disciplined to your routine, to your teammates, to your coaches, but just, you know, really managing life, you know, and just trying to stay on top of everything. So just in terms of, you know, for yourself and some of the experiences that you've went through um how would you describe your transition from high school to college
1: um i think in a lot of ways i mean it was hard freshman year i talked to a lot of my teammates my old teammates um about just what it's like to be a freshman and and it's so funny because we're gonna talk about it. And, like, freshman year, everybody thinks their life is over. Like, everybody's <laughs> like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I'm never going back to college. Like, oh I'm my quitting. This gosh. is the worst thing ever. Like, so, and I definitely went through that. Like, freshman year was hard. Right. And especially just, um, just, like, the level of demand it is to play college basketball. I don't. Everybody talks about it, you know, and they're like, you know, it's a lot of work. You gotta wake up at six AM. You have workouts and weights, and you gotta take care of yourself. And you gotta rest and all right. that. And I, I, heard it. I heard it a million times, and I was like, come on, can't be that hard. Right. I'll make it. I'll make it <laughs> <fine."> <laughs> of course. But I got there. Oh my gosh! Like I was calling my mom every day.
0: Mom, have saying it. Yeah, I was like, this is just not what I
1: thought. So I mean, it was a big transition, but um, <laughs> I think. It really isn't as, like looking back now, like I was being dramatic. It really isn't like <laughs> the worst thing ever. And I think um, I was just blessed. Like, I mean, I've already said it a million times, but I was just blessed to be around good people. And I think that's why making the decision that's the best fit in high school is so important because I think mm-hmm. if I, you know, wasn't around like the great people that I was around, it would have been a lot harder to make that transition. But I just had so many people like walking with me wanting to, helped me on my path and I just think that helped me like so so much I had some of the most like awesome assistant coaches and teammates yes. and so that really helped me and I think just adjusting to like I definitely needed to learn how to like manage my time better and take care of myself better like so those sort of things were difficult but I mean it was helpful it helped me just learn to <laughs> learn to just be like a better person Person, like in a um, life perspective, like I just learned, I learned a lot of things my freshman year that I think come with just like the hard and having to figure everything out so fast. Like, um, but basketball was a lot of fun. You know, my body was so sore for weeks because I had never really lifted or anything
0: worked out (laughs) that hard.
1: But after that, I mean, we figured it out, and then just you know figuring out it's how to like kind of have a life too like also figure out what's important to me and what I want to make time for because you really honestly don't have like a lot of time to make time for other things so just prioritizing things that are important to me and what I wanted to spend time doing outside of basketball too also just being able to balance that surrounding myself with good people it just was you know it's a lot more freedom than high school and a lot more a lot more growing up to do so I think that just really happened fast but I mean, again, I was surrounded by really
0: great people and I think that's why it was such a good experience for me. Nice, nice. So I mean, if you was to speak to your younger self and, you know, just to the athletes also who are making that transition from high school to college, what are some of the tips and some of the things that they need to be aware of but also take into consideration when they are making that transition?
1: Um, I think... I'm just happy that I took my time making my decision and just making sure that I was making the right choice for me. I think just getting to know the coaches on like a personal level and getting to know what they're about. And like when I was making my decision on high school, the reason that I chose UNC was because I really felt like the coaches wanted my best interests as a person, like, I mean, I told right. them all about what I wanted to do, like, after basketball. Like, I want to be a lawyer and I want to,
0: yes, sir. you know,
1: maybe play overseas and all these things. And just, they really bought into that and wanted to help me do that. And so, that was really important to me, just finding people that wanted to help me in life. Because I really do think, at the end of the day, like, it is bigger than basketball. And so, finding true. people that are going to walk with you and everything you want to do, not just as an athlete. I think that was probably the most important thing. And then, just from a basketball perspective, I really before college focused on just being the best well-rounded player that I could be, uh-huh. I guess. I think there's a lot of people, especially at the next level, like, that are just like really, really great scorers or really great rebounders or really great defenders and like, I didn't feel like I was like really, really awesome at one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think for me, it was like taking it in like, going in and trying to be the best I could be at just everything in like the holistic view and just trying to be the person that could contribute where my team needed it you know like one game it might be rebounding one game it might be scoring or defending or you know handling the ball or whatever it may be but just being able to kind of fill in where my team needed and so i think that was important for me too from a basketball perspective but yeah i definitely just think finding the right fit was like super important and definitely what i would have Because the recruiting process is just, you know, it's just a lot of, it's just a lot of stress like a lot of decisions to make and like, you know, you have to really, yeah, like even in the portal, like just trying to figure out what my priorities were and what was most important to me. Like, I think that is just really important and just making sure the decision is just the best fit for you because it is, it's, it's hard. Like it's a hard thing to do to play college basketball. But I think if you're in the right place and with the right people, like it's like
0: the best time. It's great. See, and you just mentioned something that I I think is so huge and key, especially for the young athletes that are coming up because, you know, sometimes I get a lot of questions like, coach, I'm, you know, about to make this jump to high school or college. And, you know, I I was the number one scorer in my team. So how do I make that adjustment? And one thing, you know, I definitely want athletes to realize is that you may have been that number one option in high school, but when you go to college, you're competing with like McDonald or americans or multiple teammates who was that number one option so like you said for one game you you might need to be the person who's playing solid defense guarding the best person another game you might be the person who's calling plays or being the point guard another game you might need to rebound so just kind of understanding what you specialize in of course but also understanding you know other ways that you can contribute to your team so spot on very, very small.
1: Yeah, I think that was just, like, super important. I think um, what was important for me to learn, too, in college was to embrace that role, too. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, some games, like, the role that you have is just not as, like, in high school, it's easy to be, like, that person every time. Like, you know, like, once you get to college, everybody was that person every time. So And, you know, in college, having to play different roles all the time isn't, like, the most glamorous, like, thing, but... It's, at the end of the day, like if it's what your team needs, it's what your team needs and it's what you have to do and to fill in those roles. And I think it was just important to learn that to be like just super coachable. I think that was another really important thing. Like it's awesome to have experienced coaches and they definitely know what they're talking about and like days are hard and all that they're going to get on you but at the end of the day your coach wants your best interest and I think just understanding that and just trying to do my best to embrace the role that they gave me for that game or that practice or whatever it may be right I think that really helped me just to know that you know whatever role I had was important like even being out on injury and stuff like I My freshman year I got a concussion because I was just uh, putting my head where it shouldn't have been bad. But but even then, like being out with an injury, like understanding that I might be playing, but my role is still important as like a teammate and as a supporter and on the sideline, like helping my team with those things. And then, you know, when I came back, like stepping into a playing role again, like that role is important too. And I think that was another thing that once I learned for me, I I was able to learn and help my teammates with also like from that leadership role, just like there you go. being able to understand that, like every role is important. There's value in every role that we have on our team and every person on our team just brings a lot of value and being able to kind of contribute to that culture was really important. So yeah, that's definitely yeah, what I learned from that.
0: It's, it's um, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I don't know. Cause when I look at, I think my lens are different because you know, as a coach, I kind of have to see the whole picture and I think it's um, interesting at times to see, you know, when players watch highlights, they're looking at the person who did the killer crossover, the person who scored 40 or 60 points, of the person who got that one block, but they kind of forget the small details of the person who made that cut, you know, and then spaced the floor, the person who set a solid screen, the person who Communicated that, that you know it was a screen left screen right so it's it's just kind of just understanding that basketball like you said everyone has their roles and you know all of those roles are supposed to complement each other in a team setting so yeah it's, it's it's very interesting at times very very interesting
1: yeah yeah definitely our team definitely had to grow in that at first but once we figured it out, like it just—it was just an awesome culture to be in. Culture is really important to us, like just building an environment that like everybody really was bought into.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I think once we were able to figure that out, that you know, no matter what your role is, it's going to change. You know, from game to game, maybe or practice, practice, like it just depends on you know matchup. There's a bunch of things that go into it, but right. you really just buy into whatever your role is that day. Like the days that we really bought in and everybody really like embraced their role and understood the value that they brought to our team and. I, it was just it was just so fun to play together and so fun to be part of the team and all of that so I think that really does make for just a really great experience
0: right right and I'm curious um especially you playing at the college level uh, like how like has your um preparation or your or your workouts changed now and like how how do you sharpen your tools and just you know constantly get better as a, a player as well
1: Um, I think in high school, well, I was was lucky in high school. I had some trainers that really helped me and just like had drills for me to do and things like that. But once Mm -hmm. I was working out on my own, um, I just did like, you know, basic, I'd shoot some spots, spot shots and some pull-ups and do some finishes and do some conditioning, but I didn't really have any structure. Like I didn't really know what I was working on. I was just kind of working on basketball in general. Like there was no, like, I really need to be better at this move and this happens, so I need to work on that today. Like it wasn't really any of that. I just was kind of shooting to shoot, like right. to get shots <laughs> up. And, right. But um, once I got to college, um, I just it just became so much more clear everything that I needed to work on. <laughs> and I, especially like going right into college, like once I first got there, because in high school I really wasn't a shooter. Like I, it wasn't something that I worked on. Like, I was like all drive to the basket. There wasn't really any shooting going on, but, and I went to college and I was small. So I, <laughs> I was like, I need <laughs> to, to I need to learn how yep. to shoot. And so, yeah, so just like things like that, like really like being able to recognize, like, this is something that I really need to be better at. And so just taking, you know, I would spend days like just working on my three point shot because that's something I really needed to rep and needed it to become like natural and consistent. And so being able to work on that. And then once I got that down, like working on other things like my, um, One of my assistant coaches, I'd work with her before practice every day, and we just, you know, she'd be like, "Hey, like, you know, this move needs to work. (laughs) Like, let's work on this today." And so, once, you know, she'd give me that stuff, and then I would kind of be able to pick up too at that point, like just for when I come home and all that, just know, like, okay, here's something that I want to work on, like, you know, figuring out how to come off screens tighter and like moves to make off of ball screens and making like pocket passes with my left hand, like stuff like that, now I'm able to realize that that's something that I struggled with when I was playing mm-hmm. and when I go back, that's something that, you know, I have this time at home that we're um, really fortunate to have a break, but also it's a really good time to work on those things on our own. So when we come back, it doesn't have to be something that like I have to keep working on in practice and that, you know, like hold our team back, in the past. So, <laughs> right. you know, so just taking that time at home to, you know, be able to recognize what it is that i need to work on and just rep that while i'm on my own um that's something that i learned in college
0: and film was so helpful oh I didn't i'm glad you said
1: film. any me. of that in high school <laughs> I mean, College totally changed my
0: life <laughs> oh was, my yeah. goodness yes see film, and that's just another thing that i just have to admire about the college level especially over in the states i think we're definitely starting to see more players especially here in london really focus on film and just really kind of seeing the game from a coach's lens and understanding like their go-to players what they run on defense inbound plays because it kind of helps you slow down the game if you know what the team is going to run but also if you have like a like a four player breakdown of the person that you're guarding because you're able to start to see things before they happen you know so so film is definitely something that gives the athlete the advantage for sure for sure.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It was, it was like the first time I'd ever seen anything like it. Cause we got our whole scout packet, like pages and pages, telling us what the other team was gonna yeah. do. I was like, this, it feels like cheating. Like, <laughs> I just, like, it, feels like, <laughs> it was crazy, but, but it was really, really cool to like be able to strategize. Like, I think that's so much fun too. Like, being able to strategize, like, and figure out what the other team's gonna do and they're gonna do it, and try to just like figure out a way to beat them. But also at the same time, like you get this, you know, big packet on the other team, but they get the same thing on you. So like when we're playing, it also is like it's challenging, but it's like yeah, a fun challenge to try to awesome, overcome because Yeah, I remember one game, I was oh my gosh, I was standing on the sideline with the ball next to the other team's bench. Okay. And I I always like I was kinda of getting into this habit of rejecting screens and then right when I get cut off I do a step through and I thought I was the only one who knew. I was like, listen, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Okay. I was standing on the sideline, and this coach was in my ear. He was like, don't let her reject the screen. Watch the step through. I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I know everything. I know everything. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. That was my whole plan. I was like, well. (laughs) Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: It's also a, a challenge, too, but it's a fun one to be able to. You know, it shows you what you need to what you need to grow in, and so when teams start like figuring out what you like to do and how you like to play, and then just being able to figure out how you can beat that again, like it really helps your growth too. So I think from from both both ways, on a defensive and offensive perspective, it's really cool. I really love it, and it just helps you grow.
0: Yeah, you see, as oh man, this is where I I love this conversation because we're we're kind of really getting into the game within the game, you know. Because especially as a coach, I might be running a play. And the uh, defence or the coach picks up on it. So they start calling out horns or a double screen. Someone's going to come back door. So I'll be like, okay, team, here's what we're going to do. We're going to run this play. Make <laughs> them think that they know what we're doing. Then at the last second, rather than you set the screen, I just, I just want you to flare out. And, oh, when it works, it works amazingly. But, yeah, man, just the game within the game. And, and, and just kind of, I don't know, like, how did you respond when... you're You know when the scout report is so in depth what game do you start to play that keeps the defense and the team on their toes
1: i think i uh, my freshman year once that first started happening like i was shocked when somebody said that at first (laughs) i was like how does he know like how does he know but after um i think it just taught me that i really needed to like Find more counters. Okay. And just keep ex- keep expanding, like the way that I, um, just the moves that I make and the way that I try to get my teammates up and try to get myself open. Like, like even as a point guard, even just the ball up, it was so much harder going into college than it was in high school. So figuring out, like, okay, what move am I going to do to just get by my defender? Like simple things like that, and just All having right. to figure out counters. I think was the most important thing. Like, okay, I had my step through, but then I had to, since they knew that, I had to figure out what my counter was going to be for that. So, they, like, I just, so just so it isn't as easy to be read,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I think, because like when that coach called that out, I was like, well, he's right. That's exactly what I was going to do. Right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to do. So I think just also that scout also helped me kind of play more freely, like just knowing that like, okay, these are things that I do, but it's because I'm like, you know, planning this stuff in my head. Like I can't plan what move I'm going to do, but right,
0: right. just
1: um, kind of, and I played like that a lot in high school too. Like I try to see things before. It happens and which doesn't always work you know so i think once the scouts and the film and all of that came into play it really helped me just broaden my game also and just um to kind of figure out how to just play more freely and just you know play play with what the game gives you and I think that's where like the extra work comes in, like getting an extra, you know, shots and reps, and working on different moves. Like, cause then you're able to do those things and be comfortable doing it. But I think a lot of that didn't come until I was really getting in that like focus work.
0: Right. And
1: right. once I did that and was working on those things and got comfortable with them, that's when I think I was playing my best, just because I was I was comfortable and I was just playing with what the game gave me, not trying to like predetermine what I was gonna do and stuff like that. So
0: see that's that's it see there was a quote but literally have you ever had that moment where you think of something and then it literally just like leaves your head straight away like literally there was a quote that came up when you said you know just you just allow the game to come to you rather than chasing after the game you know which is something that's you know super key as an athlete but you now being at the university of san francisco has there been any um goals or any expectations that you've set for yourself?
1: Um, I am very, very excited. I'm excited um, to just be with the new program. I've got to talk to the coaches and players a lot, and I think that they have a really great program over there, so I'm really grateful for the opportunity to join it. Um, In terms of goals and stuff, I think with two years under my belt now, I feel a lot more comfortable playing at the college level and just... um, Kind of knowing the things that I need to work on and I think for me I just want to broaden my game be more versatile and be able to just contribute to my team in more ways. I definitely want to grow on defense and um, grow on kind of like getting a mid-range game and um, getting better at just some of those things. but I definitely want to win with my team. So that's a big goal. Whatever I can do to help our team win. There
0: you go. Uh, we
1: want a championship and I want to help us do that. So whatever that means for me and just continuing to grow on the things that they recruited me for, wanted me to come there for, and then just trying to expand on that um, to help our team. That's, that's the goal, definitely.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, like, because, you know, I guess this question kind of came to mind because when I look at how I coach and even how I play the game of basketball at times I can be very um, like I need to know all of the details like how it's gonna happen I need to know from point A to B how we're going to get there and I got that from my pops. but then they're super passionate like oh come on ref and I, I have to admit as a player I got a hell of a lot of technicals I'm sorry ref but as a coach I was I was, I was able to kind of keep them calm but I got that kind of fiery side from my mum so when you kind of look at Jasmine how you play is there any qualities that you got from your parents that are present when you're playing the game of basketball?
1: Um, my fans, I I don't do a lot of talking during the games.
0: Okay. I don't really I'm Yeah, stiff. I'm
1: pretty just I kinda just like to play. I talk to my teammates a lot. There's a lot of talking that I do with my teammates, especially like once I started, you know, being a point guard and having to be a leader, like that was something that I really needed to grow in. So I I definitely talk the whole time but to my team. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Um and uh, I think I think my dad was kind of like that. He played football in college. I think he was sometimes like that, but I also think he liked to, like, definitely run his mouth a little bit more than I do. I
0: understood. Um,
1: (laughs) But I think my mom was, when she played in high school and stuff, I think she was more like how I am now, so. Um, But my parents are both really competitive, so I definitely think I got that from them, but um, a lot of it, I just like to let my play talk for me. I don't like to do a lot of, you know, back and forth and stuff, so. Yeah, I just like to play, you know, before my team, during the game, talking to my team, and then, you know, after the game, hopefully <laughs> comes out the way we wanted it to. And, you see, yeah. Jasmine
0: is those sneaky plays you have to watch out for, you know, because I can see myself as a coach <laughs> making that mistake, because I'll be like, okay, number 11 thinks they're nice, they're getting all hyped after a layup, and then, okay, I see Jasmine number 7, okay, she's quite, uh, she ain't a threat two twos now she's out here hitting threes from deep step back I'm like wait a minute where did this come from like she what you call the 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 silent assassin so okay understood. <laughs> understood oh man now just a final question before we get into the third and fourth quarter of this podcast Um, especially you know you playing at the college level is there any Players that you study at the higher level that you kind of you know pick and steal some of their moves or just how they read the game and um, you know how do you translate that to your own game as well?
1: Um. Well, okay. There's there's a few. Since I was young, I on the from the NBA, I watched Russell Westbrook a lot. I just really like the way that he plays.
0: Okay. I think
1: he just kind of everything that I. Kind of try to shape myself into as a player, like being well-rounded. Like I talked about earlier, and just kind of being able to help out wherever my team needs it. I feel like he does a really good job of doing. I right. think he's just—you can't. I feel like he's just hard to limit and mm-hmm. hard to
0: because you know if
1: he's not scoring, if he's not scoring one day, you know he's gonna have 20 assists. With yes, sir. Teams, like, <laughs> you know that. I just love that. I love that about him, and I think that he just contributes in more ways than one. And I think that's just so valuable on a player. And so I really like to study him and watch what he does. And then recently this year, I'd say if I had to pick someone the last year that I've been watching, um, I've been watching Aaliyah Goodman a lot. She played at Oregon State.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Um, She was their point guard. I watched her play, actually since high school, like she, we would play sometimes in the same tournament stuff and I always sit and watch her games. And so it was cool to watch her in high school. And then she um, committed to Oregon State and I remember that happening because I was a fan when I was, I'm a few years younger than her. so. I was in middle school, I think. She was in high school, so I was a fan watching her then, and then she committed. I thought it was super cool. (laughs) And then, um, she got to, when she played in college, you know, this last year recently, I've really been watching her because I think she does a good job of that too, of just, kind of like that same thing with rosa westbrook like just being well-rounded i think she's like a really great defender i think she's a great leader
0: right
1: and teammate i just the way that she like interacts with her teammates too i really pay attention to because like her teammates you can tell really respect her
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um the way that she leads and i think that is just so important and um just like the way that she plays she's a point guard and she's a shooter and it's all the things that I like to do and would like to, like, grow in and get better on, I think she does really well. So, I've just been... And all the things that I want to work on, too, like, making, you know, post passes and pocket passes coming off the ball screens. Like, she's really, really good at those things. Right. Um, but she's also not, like, you know, super, super tall or, like, super,
0: super <laughs> athletic yeah. or
1: anything like that. So, it's, like, a... It's just cool to watch somebody who kind of does the things that I want to do at a higher level. So, she's right. been... I've been watching her a lot and just kind of trying to study the not only like the kind of player she is but also the kind of leader and teammate that she is because I think she just really embodies the kind of player that I think is awesome and that I want to model my game after so that's been cool too.
0: Understood, understood, right we're in the third quarter which I like to call the quick hitter segment so I'm just going to ask you some questions and see where you're at with them so the first one is jasmine what would you say is a skill that is taught by many but only mastered by a few
1: oh man it's <laughs> <is> a hard <laughs> one um taught by many but mastered by few i think again i'm going to go back to this leadership thing mm-hmm uh-huh. I think from a young age when I was playing and just in life I think every like all of our coaches and everything was like you know everybody's be a good leader be a good leader do this and do that and we were always being taught how to how to lead and how to do that well but I think that's just something that's hard to hard to really be really good at and so and that's definitely something that I need to grow into and that's why I think watching people like Leah Goodman is just so important because there's a lot of things that um, take a lot of work and it's, it's true uh, especially like going into college and it how much harder it is than it than I thought it would be to just like step into that and not only to step into that to, but to be good at it and to like being the hardest part about a leader is getting people to follow you obviously yes. <laughs> so I think <laughs> just um, finding out the best way to do that I think that's something that I was taught all about it since I was oh my gosh in elementary school even like super wow. super young but and all my team all my high school teammates too like we all played together since we were little kids so we were taught that for a while but I think going to the next level and trying to figure out you know what is the best way to lead and how do we like master that I don't know if we ever could but I think just trying to get as close to that as possible is it's a hard thing but
0: yeah that's what I would say Man, no. See just quickly shout out to your teammates man because there's there's nothing like teammates that become family, you know, it's just it's a it's a unique, incredible experience, but a uh, uh, incredible support system to have because sometimes I'll be with my uh friends and we'll be talking about life but we'll be using basketball as a analogy. Yeah. And the people around me looking at me like what is this guy talking? I was like, alright, so I, I check this out, MJ, yesterday, right? I was I was you know at a nice court, you know play bringing the ball up you know I shot did you get fouled I got fouled my guy and we're talking about an actual (laughs) life experience that we will be understanding but people around us are looking at us like what are you talking about coach like it's making no sense but oh man shout out to the teammates that become family for sure for sure oh definitely definitely I could talk
1: about them forever (laughs) (laughs) they're just like the best people ever that's really really like the best part about playing I just it's like every time I go to a new team, I'm like, man, it's not going to be the same. Like, God, yeah, <laughs> my best friends around my old team, like, it's never going to be the same. But then I go to a new team, I'm like, oh, my gosh, now I have, like, double the double the family. And it's just, I could talk about them forever. They're just so awesome. They're the best kind of people. And I'm just, it's just such a blessing. They're awesome.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Right. The next one is best piece of advice you ever received. Oh, best piece of advice
1: um, I think I think just about perspective
0: mm.
1: and just understanding really just the big picture and being able to stay grounded in that and come back to that because I mean, basketball, not just in basketball though, but in life, like it gets hard, like things are hard. And it's true. I think just, um, I just, when things get hard and even when things are good, just being able to stay level-headed and keep the perspective in mind of like, you know, bigger picture things and life things and like, you know, sometimes I'll have a bad game and I think it's like the end of the world, but like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me too. from like a life
1: perspective, like, you know it just i don't know i think that just really has been has what really helped me through college especially like just understanding that hard things happen but they happen for a reason and that you know god's guiding me on the path that i need to be on and just being able to stay level-headed and come back to that um has been probably the most important thing for me just being able to um understand that everything happens for a reason and just being able to see the bigger picture and all of that and being able to see that um good things Good things come from everything. Like, everything really does happen and everything is connected. So, just being able to remember that, see the bigger picture, and just right. stay level-headed
0: and all of that. Understood. Understood. And the final two before we enter the fourth quarter um, is, if it wasn't for basketball, I wouldn't have learned filling the blank about myself.
1: Um, if it wasn't for basketball... I don't think I would have learned how this... I don't know if this makes sense, but I don't think I would have learned how important like these relationships are to me.
0: Mm, like, I think when okay. I think
1: about all the, all the people that I've met in my life, all the people that I think I'm the closest with and that are the most important to me and that are really just like, you know, my people, my go-to people, they all are people that I've met through basketball for the most part. And right. I think... When I first started playing basketball, and then when I decided to keep playing, like after that, I, I felt like I was playing because I just, you know, I just love basketball, which I really do. That is really part of the reason that I play. But at the same time, I think part of the reason that I play is just because the way that you're able to connect with people and the way that it um, just can propel you in life. Like, I think it really has been just so awesome to be able to see the way that basketball has helped me like kind of decide like what I want to do with my life and just it also gives you such a cool platform as an athlete to use your voice and to talk about things that are important and I think that is all part of it and things that without basketball I would have never really been able to grasp fully so
0: man hey shout out to all of jasmine's teammates man seriously man i'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just, no, serious i'm just getting nothing but love from these guys boys so these people are solid man so shout out to jasmine's teammates yeah they are sure. solid they are the best
1: kind
0: of people that's what's up that's what's up and the final quote uh, sorry sorry the final question sorry is what would the title of your autobiography be
1: oh gosh this is hard <laughs> The title of
0: my autobiography. Um... So I'm walking down Waterstones, looking at the bookshelves. I see Jasmine. What would that title of that first book be? Title of
1: the first book.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I am.
1: Um... know maybe something new something new that would be the title i feel like there's always something new something new to be learning or discovering or growing in i think it would i think that just kind of collects all of it everything is just always something new for me and i think that is that's what the title would be i think
0: i like that I like that. Okay. Okay, right. We're going to take our serious hat off because we got quite deep there. And we're going to put on (laughs) our fun hat now. We're going to have a a little bit of fun. Right, fourth quarter. What I like to do with my guests is um, I give them 10 seconds and they need to name five things. So, for example, Jasmine, I might say, right, Jasmine, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to name uh, five NBA teams. And when you hear the countdown which will be starting now nine
1: that's when you can just start
0: listing them off six okay yeah i'm not gonna be good at this okay let's do it just was like wait a minute you didn't tell me about this coach okay (laughs) (laughs) okay let's get let's start nice and easy okay so jasmine first one i'm gonna give you 10 seconds to name five nba players Okay.
1: Ten, nine. LeBron,
0: 8, Kobe, 7, Russell Westbrook. 6, um, five, four. Oh gosh, Paul George. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Booker. Yes sir. Yes sir. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Okay. Next one. Ten seconds, Jasmine. You need to name five NBA teams.
1: Okay. Clippers. Nine. Um, eight, seven. Lakers. Six, five. Oh, gosh.
0: Soul Here we go. Two, one more. One more. One. And. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. I can't
1: think. Town. I can't think. I'm still back
0: in Seattle. Oh, God. Milwaukee. No How about that? Oh, no, okay, cool. Well, okay. I'm going to give you the heads up now. These. Next to uh, guests in the past have stumbled because you do hear these names in conversations revolving around the NBA. Um, they are given their glory only when they uh, reach a certain level during the postseason. I'll say that much. Now, guests in the past are gonna kill. Me. Wait, 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 wait. Tamara called. Wait, why are you giving her the blueprint to the next question? Hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm just helping her out a little bit because these two are quite difficult. So. Without further ado, 10 seconds Jasmine, to name five NBA coaches.
1: Five NBA Ten, coaches. Nine, um beep.
0: Yep. 6 5 4 3 2
1: Oh man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i oh got <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool we'll take that one we'll take that one okay next one you have 10 seconds to name five international players in the nba
1: five international players Ten, nine,
0: in the nba eight seven six <laughs> five um, Luca? four yep here we
1: go three, two one that's
0: so all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I take it. That's so cool. Come on. <laughs> okay, last three, last three. Let's 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 see if we can finish strong. Okay, Jasmine. Oh gosh. Ten seconds. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's call a timeout. Okay, Jasmine, you got this. Okay, we've got three left. You you started strong. We're gonna come back and finish with a ten point lead. Okay, timeout done. Okay, let's okay, go. Okay, here we okay. go. Okay, <laughs> let's go, let's go. Okay, Jasmine. Ten seconds to name five. Basketball movies.
1: Five basketball movies. Coach yeah. Carter. Eleven yep. basketball. Here we go. Seven, um. six, five, four, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: struggling. I'll take that. So that's three. Okay. Final two. Now these two should be easy because it's really down to um personal preference. So oh, last gosh. two. <laughs> You got 10 seconds to give me your top five players of all time. Oh,
1: top five
0: players of all time? 10, nine, 8, um, seven, LeBron, seven, Kobe, six, Kobe five, yep. 5,
1: Michael Jordan, 3,
0: yes, sir. three 2, um, 1.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to the top three.
0: <laughs> top three, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Three. And the last one okay so th- this is gonna say um a lot about just how you get prepped for a game so last one jasmine is you got 10 seconds to name five artists that get you hyped before a game
1: five artists that get me hype before a game um 10, nine eight, okay seven um, six
0: five four <laughs> Drake, 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 Drake Top 5, Drake, I Drake, take Drake, it <laughs> I love it I love it. Oh, man. Okay. Not good under
1: pressure. Good <laughs> under pressure.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. I mean, listen, seriously, this was an absolute treat for me. And it was a lot of gems that I hope you guys are going to take away and apply to your game. All the information to follow Jasmine and her journey in uh, um, San Francisco is going to be in the description. But Jasmine, talk to me. For those who want to follow you, see what you got going on. Where can they find you?
1: um i am on instagram and twitter my instagram is jasmine gales and my twitter is jazz gales jazz with a Z.
0: <laughs> okay oh cool oh cool right listeners i appreciate your time this is myself coach D, and the very humble but we we'll are still give you buckets um <laughs> jasmine <laughs> signing out mm-hmm.